Hi there. Welcome to Upfront. My name's Rachel. This is a podcast where nurse practitioners come together to share, discuss challenges, and inspire. The goal of this podcast is to bring NPs together and build a community in a profession that can often feel isolating. We're here to learn more about NPs working in Canada, why they do what they do, what they love about their jobs, and what inspires them to continue doing the work they do. Well, at long last, I'm back. A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to chat with Michelle Carson, an NP here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. She frequently has NP students working with her, myself included, not too long ago, and she works in one of the urgent cares here in the city. Michelle, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Rachel. Tell us a bit about your background as a nurse, and then uh, what brought you to becoming a nurse practitioner in the first place? So I graduated from uh, University of Manitoba in 2005 with my bachelor's in nursing. And I, uh, shortly afterwards, I got a job at uh, one of the community hospitals in Winnipeg. Um, and so I started as a surgical nurse, med surge nurse. And um, at that time, uh, there was some consolidation going around and uh, we lost our orthopedic program as well as labor and delivery. I was laid off and I had to choose where I was going to pick a job because I had minimal experience and minimal seniority. I uh, went along with my friend and got a position in the ER at the time there. And I've spent my whole career there ever since. So I've been working as a nurse. I worked as a nurse in the ER from 2006 and I started the NP program in 2011 um, and I graduated uh, from Athabasca University in 2014 with my master's of nursing nurse practitioner stream and um, and I've been working as an NP in the emergency or now urgent care um, ever since. Okay so you uh, you had quite an extensive background then in emergency nursing and then you went into uh, finish your nurse practitioner stuff, and then you kept working there. So that's been your workplace for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could really tell when I was a student with you, I could tell you very much you had the emergency expertise, I think, like coming, bringing that into your NP work. And it was really, uh, I learned a lot. That was a good rotation. So what inspired you to become a nurse practitioner? So you were working in the emergency department, then you decided to go to Athabasca and do that. It sounds like, so it was part-time you were doing that. And then were you still able to work during that time? Yeah, so I, you know, I always wanted to become a nurse practitioner, even as a nursing student, I recall like a distinct memory of seeing, you know, the nurse practitioner class walking up the stairs and just (laughs) wanting to be them one day aspiring to be in their position. Um, And when I worked as a general duty nurse, I really wanted, you know, I had become kind of you know, moved from novice to expert uh, in the department. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I, the nurse practitioner dream was still alive, but I guess I was a little bit scared to take the plunge. Um, But um, my best friend registered for her first course through Athabasca University. And shortly afterwards, I took the plunge as well. Yeah, And really what I wanted was, you know, I wanted to know more. I wanted to know the why. I wanted to be more independent. And, you know, I had so much respect for the, the physicians in my department and the PAs and, and, the, and the NPs that, you know, had started um, 
I think back in 2011 with the program. So I just, I knew that, you know, the nurse practitioner stream was my end goal. And Mm -hmm. and fortunately, I I was able to uh, finish the program. Cool. Yeah, it seemed like while I was there that the the nurse practitioners, the physician's assistant, the physicians, like there was a good, um, there always seemed to be good learning opportunities there. And I know it, it's not always easy and I've, and I've heard that as well, but there's also like good, yeah, just being able to learn, learn from each other and each person having, you know, their different areas of expertise. It seems like, a, I'm glad it, it started. It's not very new, I guess the, uh, I mean, it is fairly new, the NPs working in emergency departments. You said it, at your facility, it started in 2011? Yeah, 2011, 2012. Around there, yeah. And when we, uh, in 2011, uh, we, uh, there was redevelopment of the department. The new department had opened and then they had opened a separate area, the minor treatment area, which was um, where initially, you know, the nurse practitioners were working. Um, and then ever since consolidation in 2017, we've kind of moved over to the main department. We lost that area when we transitioned from an emergency to urgent care, although now we've kind of regained those spaces, but um we're, we're no longer just seeing, you know, mid to low acuity patients. Okay. Yeah. So, um, kind of moving into that, what does a typical shift look like for you when you come in on shift? Kind of what, walk us through that a little bit. So I work, uh, 10 hour days or 10 hour evenings. Our day shift starts at 8 AM ends at six and our evening shift starts at one 30 and uh, ends at 11 30. So we work a mix, uh, generally speaking, um, you know, every day is a new day. So we just take, uh, the patients as they come and, um, you know, I can see a variety of patients. So like I said, mid to low acuity patients, sprain strains, uh, dislocations, um, you know, we see pregnancy issues, uh, less than 20 weeks, vaginal bleeding throughout the lifespan, GI, GU complaints. Um, and then since consolidation and since being kind of integrated in the main department, I'm actually taking a lot lot more uh, acute patients. So I'm seeing um, acute surgical issues like bowel obstructions, uh, appies, coles, um, really anything I am comfortable with. And I often, um, you know, if I'm unsure, I work with the physicians and we -hmm. we work as a team to uh, manage patient care. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was there, it seemed like we were taking, you know, CTAS five, fours, there were threes, you know, with the abdominal pains and whatever. I mean, that could be a whole bunch of things as you know, so kind of just figuring it out from there. Uh, what to do. Okay. So big variety. And then it's a 10 hour shift. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what have things looked like over the last few months? Like, is that kind of, I know at the beginning, um, with, with COVID testings, we were sending a lot of people to, uh, people were being directed to go to the emergency departments and, and that, so it probably was pretty busy at that point. And I'm, I'm assuming that that died down for a little bit. What was, what have the last couple of months been like? Yeah, the last couple of months have been really interesting. Um, you know, obviously we were really anxious. Our uh, medical director was really amping up, um, you know, uh, precautions um, uh, for the department to keep all our staff safe. Um, we did have an influx of patients who came in for testing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say from November to 
January, February, um, you know, when, when we started to see patients people returning from China, uh, we were getting a lot of patients come in for testing, uh, although the criteria was very strict at that time. Mm -hmm. So it did, um, prior to, you know, the uh, community uh, centers opening for COVID testing, uh, there was a few a few weeks that it was quite busy with a lot of people coming in for testing. but uh, it did, like you said, slow down. It was eerily quiet for for about a month. And, mm-hmm. and now we're ramping up. Yeah, now we're kind of business as usual. Although we still have um, PPE procedures in place. We have to all wear masks at work. Yeah. And, um, and uh, we did have kind of different zones, depending on whether patients had fevers or respiratory complaints. But that's actually... Um, we had beds closed that's actually kind of stopped and we're okay business as usual yeah yeah i agree in primary care as well it was it was a little quiet for a bit and then uh it has started to pick up again which is which is nice and then yeah the testing sites are still open so people can go there and the criteria is anyone now can go and and get tested so Mm -hmm. it takes a load off of the emergency departments definitely yeah and we're offering testing to you know now anybody who test or all admitted patients. So, so, you know, surprisingly, actually, um, some people really don't want to test. Um, but yeah, um, interesting. I watched videos on how, how an NP swab is taken. I think. <laughs> Not the most comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So have you done, uh, outside of work then, have you done any sort of research or I know you, you work with, um, with NP students. So tell us a little bit about that part of your life. Yeah, I haven't really uh, had the chance or opportunity to participate in any research as yet. Uh, One of my colleagues, a physician assistant, we have talked about potentially uh, writing a a paper or doing like a retrospective study on a topic that we're really both interested about. Mm -hmm. Um, um, But we, you know, it's just kind of in beginning stages. Um, So I haven't had the chance as yet, but definitely I... I am ready and willing to take students at any time. Um, I have had, you know, terms where I've had multiple students at the same time, um, you know, just because our department uh, takes priority for, you know, uh, local students, uh, local university students, but myself being a graduate of, uh, you know, an out of province university, I think it's important to kind of allow um, Mm -hmm. students just like yourself to, to have the opportunity to have experience in in the urgent care emergency program. Yeah, definitely. Coming from, well, doing University of Regina and it was, it was a little hard to find placements sometimes. And I was very appreciative of being taken, Mm -hmm. just following you around to quick care (laughs) and to (laughs) to urgent care. Um, okay, so any so extra training or certifications you've you've done over the last few years? Yeah, I mean, I've done uh, I've participated in you know several kind of primary care based workshops. Um, I've also done some workshops through um, the uh, Emergency Medicine Prairie Annual Conference, um, as well as I have had gotten certification in a soft tissue ultrasound course, as well as uh, conscious sedation kind of medication management course. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, how did you find out about those? Was that through the university? Those were, usually? 
uh, those are usually through yeah, the emergency medicine program. So yeah, they do okay. offer some extra training for physicians and, you know, clinical assistants, physician assistants, nurse practitioners who work in the program. Okay, cool. So as a nurse practitioner, what would you say one of the biggest challenges you've encountered has been? I think probably um, the biggest challenge is <clears throat> challenge for me personally, and I know for a lot of other mid-level providers, like um, you know my physician assistant, clinical assistant colleagues, has been um, incivility in the workplace. So, you know, bullying, verbal abuse, um, rudeness by you know other healthcare pr- providers or uh, consultants, um, and. <laughs> Um, it's something that we don't really talk about a lot in healthcare, but um, instability occurs frequently. You know, in one in one paper I read, it can affect up to eighty percent of healthcare providers in one way or another. So it's challenging, and um, you know, it can really a- adversely affect your working day. And also, you know, it's it's well known to affect uh, patient outcomes. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that once you get to know some of the consultants or once, you know, you stand up to them, um, oftentimes, you know, their, their behaviors can change at least in the moment, but, but it's something that I definitely, you know, struggle with and, uh, you know, really has affected, uh, uh, has affected me as a clinician for sure. Yeah. So you've had some, sounds like you've had some good outcomes as well after being able to to speak to them about it. But I, I have heard from other nurse practitioners who have worked in the emergency department. It is truly trial by fire, right? Like we don't have a, an acute care nurse practitioner program here. So you're, like I said before, you were, you worked in emergency department, so you know the flow and I'm sure that has, has helped you, but you're also, you know, you're, you're also doing a lot of learning and you're, you know, you're taking courses and you're, you're, you kind of seeing how uh, each shift is different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's hard because, um, you know, a lot of these consultants, I mean, it, we're, they're not just rude to us, they're rude to all providers, but, you know, we, we definitely as nurse practitioners, like mid-level providers, um, we, we do get treated differently and um and sometimes it's just um knowing the language the medical terminology how to you know explain Mm -hmm. things and how to um present your patient um so you know despite it being difficult on you know um i guess my psyche or you know my emotions um kind of every interaction I've learned something from and learned how to improve on, you know, how I present a case to a provider Mm -hmm. um, in, in one way or another. So it is, you know, it does offer a learning opportunity. Unfortunately, it just could be done in, in a nicer way. Yeah. So name one high or something positive that you've experienced in your role as a nurse practitioner. I mean, you know, I thought about this question and it's, it's really hard to pinpoint one thing, one experience has been a high for me. I think just, um, you know, hearing that the patients appreciate you, um, the care you provided and, you know, a simple thanks is always super rewarding for me. So, um, just knowing that, you know, I 
help them feel better or I got them, you know, help them navigate the healthcare system or mm. um, I made a difference to them, like makes a diff- big difference to me. Yeah, certainly. Especially working in urgent care setting, emergency setting, because you're not you're not going there because you want to, right? Like it's something, you know, some sort of crisis that's that's happened and you are able to make it a little bit easier on them, sounds like. Yeah, for sure. When you're able. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't get it right every time, but we try. <laughs> um, so what's thing what's one thing you love about being a nurse practitioner? Well, I definitely love you know, the challenge of coming to work and not knowing what your day is going to be like. Um, I love the, you know, the independence of Mm -hmm. being a nurse practitioner, you know, um, thinking about a differential diagnosis and coming up with a treatment plan and seeing if, you know, our, my plan has been successful or, um, trying to get the patients where they need to be. Um, oftentimes, you know, working in a, the emergency program, it's getting the patients to, you know, specialists or who they need to yeah. see um, and getting them proper follow-up um, in the community. So I, I love that. And I love seeing the same, pres- you know, diagnosis present in a million different ways. Hmm. Uh, and just when you think you know something, you know, you're really confident in how Uh, you know, uh, a problem presents, you'll see it present differently. And it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, cool. Um, So our healthcare system has gone through a lot of changes in recent years, and then COVID happened, and kind of, you know, a a few more changes with that. So um, what, what is one thing that you think our healthcare system, so specifically thinking of, um, you know, there's shared services in Manitoba, but the WRHA for whom we, we work with them. Um, so what's one thing you think they do really well? And what's one area you think uh, we can improve in? Well, you know, I def- definitely change has been difficult uh, in the last few years, and we've gone, undergone a lot of changes. Um, and I think that, um, you know, not all, all of the changes have been bad. I think trying to streamline services, uh, general intake uh, for, for specialists is, a, is good, like whether it be through Cancer Hub or uh, outpatient scopes, um, that's, you know, that's a good change. So mm-hmm. patients aren't always left to being on certain providers waiting lists that are, you know, longer than others. Right. Um, so I think that's great. And definitely, I think uh, it's the people that make this uh, health region great. I, I love the people I work with. I mm-hmm. love the, my job. So um, it makes going to work and going through, you know, challenging times easier. Yeah. So as far as you, with you being a nurse practitioner, what's one personal quality you think helps you thrive in your, in your current role? Um, I think I, you know, one of my stronger personal attributes is just being, trying to be, you know, kind to all my patients and being empathetic and, you know, listening to them and, you know, making them feel heard and understood because I care and I, I mm-hmm. want them, I want them to get better and I, I want them to, I want to help them, you know, navigate the healthcare system, which I know can be really difficult and confusing and uh, overwhelming. Um, so I just try to really connect with my patients, um, whether it be a short or a longer interaction, but um, definitely I think I'm always trying to 
be be kind. So that sounds like it might tie into into uh, this next question here. So what mm-hmm. inspires you to continue doing this work? You've you've mentioned some challenges. You've mentioned some things you you love about it. So what are are some things that inspire you to keep keep going in the in what you're doing? Well, like I said, I mean, I've worked at um, the facility I work at or for the emergency program for, you know, over, I guess, almost 15 years now. So um, I just, I just love the environment. Um, I love learning. I love the patient people I work with. Um, They're like family. Mm -hmm. And, and I I love the challenge to coming to work every day and not knowing what's going to walk in through the door and being able to help patients, um, in, in crises and, uh, you know, in an acute setting. I I really love acute medicine. Yeah. Well, thank you, Michelle, for interviewing today. Um, it took us a while to find a date, but we got it, uh, got it sorted out. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for having me. And now for some announcements. Recently, the Nurse Practitioner Association of Manitoba hosted a spring 2020 education session on advanced care planning. If you missed it or you'd like to see it again, NPAM members can access it via their NPAM portal. The Association of Regulated Nurses of Manitoba continues to host Talk Tuesdays online every Tuesday at 8 p.m. These forums feature a nurse speaking on a specific topic and include a question and answer section following the presentation. You can check out previous sessions on the ARNM website. And finally, for those of you who voted for me with the College of Registered Nurses of Manitoba Council elections, thank you so much. And if they're listening, congrats to the new elected members. It's exciting to see that of the three open positions, myself and another NP, Martha Ross, were voted in. I feel so honored to have the opportunity to represent nurse practitioners in the nurse profession in this role. Thank you so much for your support. Well, that's all from my end. I trust everyone is enjoying these summer months and keeping friends and family close as much as you can. As always, feel free to send me an email. I'll share the address in the show notes below. Thanks again.